and welcome to Behind the Door Reviews. Today is our second episode and we'll be talking about reviewing some restaurants. We have some new t-shirts that came out, so please check them out on webbubble.com. Thank you and enjoy this podcast. Hey guys, and today is our next podcast. So our next podcast, we're going to talk about pretty much the same thing, some some reviews and stuff, but this time we're going to change it up and... It's basically reviews, but we're going to talk about planning your Disney trip, and we're going to move right on to the rest, to the hotels. So, at the hotels in Disney, they're very, very fun. But when you're picking one, one of the main things you have to do is go on YouTube or listen to podcasts like mine. And you, and you have to follow people and listen to people talk about their experience so you know what, you are, how you're gonna, what you're going to do there. So when you're mostly at planning a Disney trip, you want to go to hotels and stuff, but usually you want to start out with, yes, your hotels. You want to find a hotel, then you want to book your hotel. So the best hotels, I recommend one of my favorite hotels, which is the Polynesian Resort. So if you, and also, there's, when you book, do your hotel, it is very a confusing process when you're doing it. I booked my hotels every year I've gone to Disney, and I am a lifelong Disney fan, so I know a lot about these hotels and stuff. So I stayed at the Bay Lake Tower. My last trip, this trip, I might be staying at the Caribbean. So when you're deciding on hotels, it's leaning. you got to put a lot of time and research, research into all the hotels. So what is the first step to planning on getting your hotel? First... You want to find it. So you want to make a list. You want to make a list of hotels you want to go to. And then after you make that list, you're going to watch videos and research and listen to podcasts about those every one on your list. So when you're doing that, it you want to listen to them. And when you find out which one you like the most after you listen, listen and everything, next... You see if you can get a hotel booked for you. You book your hotel, and then that's a lot done for your hotel. So then you, next, I believe it is reservation. Yes. Next, you do have to do your reservations. So, this is up my alley. I am behind the door of you, so this is really up our alley. So one of the things about what I do is it's incredible. It is incredible how good it is. How good some of the restaurants are. So I decide normally on restaurants I've been to and I redo them. But this time, you're going to have a difference with the restaurants. They are very good. and Yeah, they are very, very good. So, sometimes when you're at a restaurant, it is very, very, very crowded. So, what you want to base off, again, you watch videos, you follow things, you do everything you can, and then you research all the restaurants, then you decide on each restaurant you do. Again, you have a list, it's sort of the same, of hotels. But, except you decide on multiple ones. One of the things about getting your reservations booked and everything is reservations sometimes are hard to get. Sometimes you can't get reservations, but you try to get to the restaurant anyways. 
So what I'm gonna name a list that I've been I, we've been over sometimes for my dinner. I've looked at. Sometimes we go through Chef Mickey's, be your guest, and and those are two of the, the restaurants we usually look through and try and get the reservations to. Because so, but we don't research them. Can I tell you why? Because we have researched them the first time we were planning on going to them. Those restaurants. But I have a couple shout out to one of my favorite podcasters. It's Behind the Door Reviews. They make great, great, great content. They just posted a new episode, the third episode, and it is about really good. I I was listening to one and apparently now the characters are acting. Acting out what they do appear like Winnie the Pooh's kept trying to catch butterflies and everything. It is just amazing. But so yeah, they talk. It's a very good. It's you get to hear what lifelong Disney fans, who well like me and lifelong Disney fans who actually do some stuff. Well, not do some stuff. Who you get to hear the kind of one. They're actually my uncle and aunt, so yes, I very do favorite them. So, when you're, you get, they get to look from an adult, here you look from a kid. And my name's Matthew, so I do this sometimes. When I podcast, I mostly think about every, all the little details, and I want to get all the details in. But we gotta go back to our main conversation we were on after, after, uh, that was when after you do your reservations, you move on to fast passes. Fast passes, you watch why videos of rides. You make a list of rides, but you don't really make a list of rides. You watch the videos and try to decide on what you want. But when you're trying to decide, it's it's a weird content. When you decide, it is not as easy as inspect as you expect. When I tried to decide, I I got a fat. I don't get. I got a fast pass for Slinky Dog because in a video sometimes they show fast people who got fast passes. And then they show the line next to him. When I personally, it was a hundred minute wait for Slinky Dog when I had a fast pass. And I passed by everyone in out to get to the line. S- same thing. Well, sometimes you might want to get to stand by on Toy Story Mania. Because Toy Story Mania is a really, really, really special ride. When you, they brought back the Mr. Potato Head from original, the original ride. So when they, so it's really a nice experience to see him. And also, it's air conditioned. It's the only. It's what. It's so it's nice to stand in because it's not, you know, it's burning hot outside like sometimes Slinky Dog is. But it's air conditioned, so it's so. I usually get the fast pass, but it's still a good ride no matter what you do. But the standby line is very, very good experience. I sometimes go for standby when I see the wait. If we don't have a fast pass hit, we just do standby. If the wait's like 45, I did a 45 minute wait one time. It ended up pretty good, so it wasn't terrible. So. I'm going to talk about some rides, like some restaurants I think they should bring back. Well, no. So next up, after you do all that, you go to After 
I was in the little little details and stuff. Like villains tonight, which I'm gonna do a whole podcast on later on in the future. Vill- like villains or the Halloween party or the Christmas party, all those is like finishing touches. But I just named some of the real important stuff. So now well we usually do two contacts an episode. So my next contact is I am going to be doing one and only I'm going to do about restaurants that need to come back or rides or anything that needs to come back. And I'll review, and I'll review the, re- the place or the restaurant or whatever replaced it and stuff. So it's still reviews. So first I want to go up with Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was a very good ride, but I, it's a restaurant that it, I feel like it is a ride that needs to come back. And also, when you're doing this, I need, I think it should come back for one reason. One reason only. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride should come back because it was a feature of one of the main Disney, old classical Disney characters. And he was from way, way back then. So I really think they should get him back. The reason is, I have a couple reasons. Yeah, he's original. He's one of the original Disney characters. So it's a great time to have him back. So when I usually do this, when Mr. Toad's Wild Ride originally opened, it was Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and there was a Winnie the Pooh in Disney. It's like a little Winnie the Pooh playground for the kids, but they get to meet the characters. But then they moved in Winnie the Pooh instead of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, but they still left the memory of it. So, one of the things about Mr. Toad's Wild Ride it's, I, I think I review, I never went on the ride, but I review the new ride that replaced it, Winnie the Pooh Adventure. I more review it as, I love the ride, but personally I think it's an 8. I'll tell you some reasons. When you're in the experience, it is a very, very good ride. But I feel like it, it's hard to decide because it replaced one of the best, I feel like a really, also really good ride. So I don't, I can't decide. But one of the things I can decide on is Winnie the Pooh is from an old, pretty, pretty old movie, but also pretty recent at the same time. They have some because they came out with Christopher Robin, which is a recent movie. But they also have the original Winnie the Pooh films, which is an old one. So it's not a hard decision. I mostly focus on. I mostly focus on uh, the some of the battle. Splash Mountain. We're gonna move on to that. That is, I feel like a ch- terrible thing. I haven't gone on the new ride that we're placing it into again. But Splash Mountain, I didn't go on either. But Splash Mountain was the experience of one of the original films, just like the last one. And Splash Mountain was a great film, but what they're doing is they're closing it down because all that is happening right now. I, I, I can respect their choices, but I can never say that I feel their choices was right. So, one other things about that, oh, the original. The original Splash Mountain was a great ride, but now they're turning into Princess the Frog. I have to admit, I liked part of the movie. Part of it, I thought, was terrible contact and everything. What I thought was terrible contact was 
put this in the vlog. Like the part that I thought was good was how they made the prince turn into a frog, and then eventually he she kissed the frog and all that. It was one of the original fantasies. But thing I I liked this Shadow Man, which was a good one. But the thing I didn't understand about it was how the and why are they making a ride out of it? I recommend them to make a restaurant out of it, not a ride. The reason, because you can make the exact restaurant that, I forget the name of the, the real name, but which one the princess, the princess, I feel like they should just make the restaurant she works at. They, she doesn't need a giant ride of her movie. But Splash Mountain did, because you got to go to the story that Blair Rabbit, Blair Bear, and Blair Fox. When you were in that experience, it was very good. And you got to hear the classical song, zippity doo at the end. I, I like that ride very much, and I think it is a bad choice of getting rid of it. Splash Mountain was a very, very, very popular ride back then. So I think Disney is making a mistake too, and they don't want to get rid of the ride. But they're taking the original architect who, well, did the Splash Mountain ride them himself, and he, they're going to let him fail the Princess and the Frog ride. He's doing the Princess and the Frog ride. So he did a very good job. Um, the Imagineer did a very good job on the original Splash Mountain, but... So I think Princess and the Frog will turn out good, but I think it's just a waste. You're getting rid of a very, very good ride, a hit ride, and everything. That was one of your biggest success in the whole entire thing, so it's very helpful. I don't think it's a good choice of getting rid of it. That's all I'm trying to say. But what I do think is a sort of a good choice is, you know, doing it. I think it's a good choice to get rid of it for now and not destroying the ride with wrecking balls and everything like they did. So some of them, they're just still using the old sp giant splash mountain in the whole entire building. And it's good that they're keeping that in case once all this racism, all this racism that's happening right now in the United States goes away, I think they might bring back the ride. So that's it for today's podcast. And I hope you enjoy today. I'm sorry about how I ran late this week, but I'll try and get another one in next week's. Bye, and make sure to check out us on redbubble.com.